You're listening to The Texas Standard. Earlier this week, with much of the Lone Star State focused on the outcomes of the midterms, a federal court agreed with a lower court that Texas owes the feds more than $30 million. Why, you ask? Well, it has to do with how the state dealt with public school students who were in need of special education services during the 2011-2012 school year. What's the backstory? Joining us now, education reporter Camille Phillips. She is with our partners at Texas Public Radio in San Antonio. Camille, thanks for speaking with the Texas Standard. Sure thing. Why does the state owe the federal government so much money? $30 million, that's not a drop in the bucket. It is not. Uh, Well, what happened is that by law, states that receive federal aid for special education are required to maintain that same level of state spending year over year. And in the 2011-2012 school year, Texas cut how much it spent on special ed. Why did it cut how much it spent on special ed? What was the thinking there? Well, uh, they argue that they um, that's how much they needed to spend, that they uh, had fewer students in special education that year, and the level of services that the the school district said they needed was less. But, of course, we can't ignore the fact that underneath all of this, there was a controversy about how the state uh, calculated uh, the number of kids requiring special education services, right? Right. At the time, the state had a 8.5% benchmark. Some people call it a cap. And so school districts were trying to meet that benchmark of not having more than 8.5% of their students in special education. And this benchmark, this cap, as you're describing, it has uh, already been uh, uh, found to be uh, uh, illegitimate. And the TEA has abandoned those caps uh, for the future. Uh, what was Texas's argument when it came to why it shouldn't pay back the $30 million? Well, they said that they kept the same mechanism for distributing funds uh, as they've always had. It's a weighted formula based on how much therapy a, a school district says a student needs and such. Uh, but overall, they spent less money. And so the U.S. Department of Education d- disagreed. And the court found that Texas's argument was what? Unpersuasive. Unpersuasive is the word, yes. All right. Uh, What about uh, disability rights advocates? Because you take $30 million out of uh, uh, the pool of money that's available for special ed. Uh, Well, what are they telling you? Well, uh, it's no secret it's bad timing to lose money because the state is trying to ramp up special education services. Uh, But what the uh, Disability Rights Texas group says, I spoke to attorney Stephen Alleman yesterday, and he said that even though there'll be less funding, they believe it's important for the state to be held accountable. And they want the state to dip into their rainy day fund to not only... uh, make up for that $30 million, but also pay for that additional $3 billion that the state is estimating special education will cost over the next three years. That rainy day fund, that's money that's been set aside by the state legislature in the event that there's some kind of emergency, like, for instance, Hurricane Harvey. We know, for example, that there have been uh, many constituencies, including those who were uh, hurt by the hurricane, uh, demanding that uh, the legislature, that the governor, open up uh, the taps to that uh, to that money. I'm wondering what this means for the upcoming legislative session. I mean, are you hearing any concerns that this $30 million might put a dent in overall education spending? 
I mean, I think there's a big question right now because they're also wanting to overhaul the whole school finance system in addition to the special education. And then there's also the concerns about school safety that uh, needs to have funding as well. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the ledge uh, session works out. A lot of pressures on education funding, this $30 million on top of it now. Camille Phillips is an education reporter with our partner station, Texas Public Radio in San Antonio, and she continues to follow the fallout from this decision by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes out to talk with us on The Standard, Camille. We certainly do appreciate it. Keep us posted. Sure thing. You're welcome.